Coming up on Mount Hermeneutics, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Are they Christian? They certainly think so. The rest of the Christian world, not so much, though. What are the differences? What's the similarities? We're going to break it down, so uh, keep it right here. Have you heard of the Chinese room illustration? Nope. Andrew, are you familiar with this? I'm not. Okay. Um, it's, it's a, it's, it's an illustration. Me either. I, I, I've never heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask Drake. Cause why'd you not ask Drake? Cause he's well, black. I'm here for diversity purposes. Maybe. <laughs> Dre's our diversity hire. We had to check non, that box. Non-Trinitarian, not because I'm a Negro. So. <laughs> if you'll accept my apology for my implicit bias. Um, <laughs> you're admitting that it was your bias. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm Here just pleading, go. I'm pleading no contest because <laughs> I want to move on. Hey, fellas, what's happening? Hey, hey Dre, what's going on, man? Hey, you know, just uh it's kind of a kind of an easy week. Uh yesterday though, I went down to San Diego and um for a baby shower, I had to drop a gift off. I ended up staying, which was weird, but uh it was a family we used to live across the street from us when we lived in England, a, a, a Navy family. Shout out to the Coronados, congratulations uh ben and mina being a grandpa soon a grandparent soon and uh young young ben coronado uh you and your wife you know congratulations and uh and you know sister brie nice nice uh nice gig that you put on there well yeah that was that was my weekend that's good that's cool you know you know how many uh bridal showers or baby showers i've been to <laughs> zero well not I even have... my own kids i i have i've never been to my own kids and uh but yeah. i have set them up because my wife's a party planner so right. Right. Lots of lots of things of, of yeah. that nature. You're you're on the you're on the behind the scenes of a lot of them. <laughs> that's that's right. Yeah. I'm like, I don't get a, a, a invited to a lot of bridal showers. Weird. That's 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 odd. We should we should look into that. Yeah, weird. Yeah. So, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why. I am Andre. You can uh, you can reach me at uh, Instagram at uh, SuperDre. Uh, Brian, what's up, man? Hey, Dre. I'm Brian. Uh, you can reach me at thethirdhelix.com. That's my blog. My email address is on there into that kind of thing um what did i do this weekend i played spider-man 2 and i read up on mormonism so uh hey. pretty action-packed weekend you're still uh still being de uh denied by uh the video game company oh <laughs> yeah yeah we need to uh I, I need to i need to launch my war for uh for the people at home i was uh i learned that there is a middle east version of spider-man 2 from playstation 5 where they uh, don't have all the woke stuff and uh and i wanted that and uh they they did not they wouldn't let me have it so i uh i declared war it launched here on mount hermeneutics <laughs> so good yeah yeah i haven't figured out what form it's going to take but man i'm gonna they're in for it they are right. in for it <laughs> matt what's up with you man <laughs> You know, I didn't do a lot this weekend. Well, I went on a motorcycle ride. I haven't been on a long ride in a while. Um, so I went on a ride with a, a group of the guys from my church, actually, um, which was, it was nice just to get out. Went for about, it's about only about 200 miles. So it wasn't really long, but uh, it's November. So it's always nice if you can get out and get a nice 70 degree day in November in Oklahoma. So, you know, got the, got the wheels turning and got out in the wind. Um that was pretty much about it. Um, yeah, yeah. Had had made smash burgers for the fam tonight on the on the uh, 
on the griddle and uh and here with you guys all right so yeah oh yeah everybody uh you find me on twitter at uh at matt moore uh it's handles here on the on the screen and in the in the the details below so dre so mormonism huh lds yeah, yeah so you know we we kind of touched on this topic in our a uh, couple of weeks ago when we when we had your daughter on and uh, there was a couple of you know comments that were made and some some follow-ons and uh kind of turns into a an interesting situation where you know, we talked about the church and I'm using air quotes for everybody that can't see. Um, but you know, there's, there's a potential opinion that the church is an inclusive terminology, not an, not a, or it's an exclusive terminology, not inclusive terminology. Right. And I think that kind of was the genesis of this conversation to say, you know, do we, and we be in the broad community Christendom, right. I like chances to say Christendom, does Christendom see the LDS church as part of the church or are they a church or a different church? And what does that mean? Right. Um, so like knowing that you're a lot of your family, uh, specifically all of the, the, the parts that are, you know, brought into your family through Delani and her extended family and your children, um, uh, your daughter, your, your older daughter specifically are quite Mormon. Um, you know, obviously this could have some potential to be interesting. Is there anything you wanted to say before we start or kind of set any kind of tone or maybe set ground rules or, you know, anything you want to. Uh, the first thing I want to say is that um, one, I am not a member of the LDS church. So despite of how, how, how close I am to them and um, I haven't really done any serious deep study other than you know attend church i've i've read uh you know i've read the book of mormon not all of it not cover to cover i've read things in the dnc i've read the great pearl of price um and i've and i've you know read a couple of biographies on on some of the prominent members in in, in church history uh, so um DNC being Doctrine and Covenants, right? Doctrine and Covenants, that's right. Um, you know, it, it it's kind of interesting how how much they've actually been involved in my life, you know, before I was I was even married. So it, it happens to be that the the very first girl I kissed when I was 12 years old, she was a Mormon. And of course, the uh the last girl I kissed, who happens to be on the couch right now, she uh she's also <laughs> she, she she's also Mormon. So is that a coincidence? I mean, I don't know. Um I will say that uh, my favorite teacher in high school, even before I knew that he was, was, was an LDS bishop. Actually, shout out Stan Crippen taught my, my favorite subject in school, which was history, which also leads to me doing a podcast like this because history is my jam. Um, growing up, families that I was, you know, that, that are, are still a kind of a big deal to me. Uh, and I still talk to them. Um, the, the Thompson's, uh, the the Kramers and the Snyders. So shout out to to those those families, and um, and then that that kind of moves me to um, my my family. So, you know, I'm married to an LDS member. Uh, her mother and father, uh, Jay and Lawana Matthews, have have treated me like a member of their family for close to thirty years now. Um, 
And that goes for all their extended family. So all of Delani's aunts and uncles, all of her cousins, um, her three brothers and her sister are like siblings to me. And I, I love them all dearly. And also the the ward that my family's assigned to right now. So led by Bishop uh, and his wife, uh, Marty and Tammy Smith, top-notch human beings. Um, are they, they related? <laughs> they're married to each other. No, so, I meant to to Joseph Smith. Oh, is um, that a perhaps? I mean, I, I don't know. I have to ask him, Marty. Right? Give me your message, bro. I mean, you know, um, you know, statistically uh, speaking, probably the uh, the Relief Society there. You know, uh, June Hill has has been an in, in, in integral part of of our family over the last twenty plus years, and uh, you know, the Livingstons and, and just people and and you know, in Aubrey, uh, my oldest daughter. She is married and sealed in the temple to not a good, but a great young man. And um, I have, I hold nothing but respect for, for, you know, him uh, and his parents and, and his sisters. And I'm really glad that they're, they're part of my family. Um, and I, I say all of that because, you know, during the course of the discussion, it's probably, I'm probably going to come off like I'm, um, you know, a bias um uh, an apologetic for the LDS church and if you think that of me um yeah fucking guilty <laughs> so so I'm I I'm clearly going to I I love these people so just just so you know um how much do I, I mean I have and I will kill for them so that's that's going to kind of where we are but that doesn't mean that things in their doctrine don't make me raise my eyebrows or look at them sideways. Um, it doesn't mean that parts of their history are are things that I'm like, hey, I don't know about that. But there's also just parts of their history that's uh, really easy to respect, and it's a it's a true American story, and it's it's uh, kind of fascinating when you when you kind of dive into it. So, Brian, was there a was there a particular place you wanted to kind of start in that? Or? <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> No, I'm gonna sound like a huge jerk because uh, whatever, man. After, I mean, this, after uh, the after the, the the genesis of of Mormon Mormons and Dre, just and, attack right. all these wonderful people because well, in but, fairness, uh, I've met I've met a handful of those people that Dre mentioned. So I I mean I met Scott and uh, Jay thirty years ago, whenever that was, right? Like that trip we drove up, we dropped something off in New York or something at Scotty's. Yeah, that was a uh, Dustin's. Oh, that was for, Dustin's. For, That's right. For, yeah. Uh, so I've met two of her brothers and, yeah. and I've met, uh, and I've met Jay a handful of times. Uh, and obviously I know the rest of your family, you're from Delani down. Uh, yeah. So well, I, I, I've only had a handful of Mormon interactions, uh, and they've all been co coworkers. Um, I've had a hand, a handful of, of guys that I've worked with that were, that were Mormon and, uh, you know, had great interactions with them, but I never really had any deep, um, philosophical or theological conversations it was just like oh you're a mormon okay that's what's up <laughs> you know and usually i'd flex a little mormon knowledge that i have because of you and right. your in your family right i i probably know more than you know 99% of the non-mormon american population just because of you know the interactions that we've had and stuff because it's it's shocking how little non-mormons know about the the religion and the belief it, system. It, it's shocking how much uh, they know just from Trey Parker and Matt Stone. And, you know, between yeah. that, you know, that Broadway show in South Park, well, who, and who or, pans and, it. And, what was the other one? Orgasmo, 
or yeah, his mom with, was, that, yeah, with, the, with yeah. the missionary. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's it's you know, it's spoofing them, but it's it's kind of accurate. Where there's the some fire kind of thing, yeah. which which makes it funny, right? Yeah. So well, I've offensive, known but funny. I've known a lot of Mormons, and every one of them is a giant jerk. Nice terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have known Mormons. <laughs> Most of them I met in the Marine Corps, they were all actually very nice people. It's, it's, uh, which makes me sad to have to say that I'm on the opposite side of that position that I, uh, I, I don't think it's a Christian religion. Um, so, so let's, let's, let's just jump right into that part, Brian. I think that's, okay. that's probably rather than beat around the bush and like have a big, long three hour discussion and then get to the last point. I think it makes sense just to get to that first. So yeah. You know, from a framing point of view, I think it would be easiest to say, what is Christianity? Well, and let's, let's, let's talk about that one as kind of like an open, an open point, And then let's kind of spiral that around. Well, speak if we're, if our interest is to not beat around the bush, I think we should go. The Mormon religion began according to Joseph Smith, when he, he, reportedly said he was praying about which uh, Christian denomination is true, which church he should join. And he said he was answered with a vision in which God appeared to God, the father and Jesus Christ appeared to him both in bodily form and told him none of them are true. They are all abominations. And that it's uh, that he has been chosen to, to restore the true gospel. And so whatever it is we mean by Christianity According to the founder of Mormonism, Mormonism is not that. And so I don't I don't I don't track that. I don't follow how that answers that question what was, that way. What was the context of him of him actually asking that question, O'Brien? The context what was, what was the setting of where he was? What's the setting of the environment? Where what church was he actually attending before he went out there? Uh, uh, it was New York, 1820 ish. Um, right. uh, I'm sure, you know, the story better than I do, but, uh, well, just, you know, so that Jacksonian period was, was like the second great awakening. Right. So we, so we have, uh, it was called the burnt over district there in New York, where lots of new kind of, um, different sects of, of religion, uh, kind of popped up and one of the big ones was her name ann miller who who was like the the founder of the of the of the shakers right so okay. a lot of speaking in tongues a lot of dancing a lot of you know kind of uh that that new revival of you know with america coming of age at the same time as christianity getting kind of figured out and how americans were going to do this there was uh like this 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 big fervor almost a frenzy of of uh lots of people having visions not just joseph smith but tons of uh reported visions and um prophets of of the american kind of kind of new world there so uh, how, is, how does that uh how does that relate to what i said um so how it relates i i think so he, uh, in particular, they were uh, seeing a Presbyterians and Methodists. So okay. when, so when he 
when he prays, he wanted to know if basically the the Methodists were right or the Presbyterians, who his mother. So his mother was kind of was kind of being uh, with the Presbyterians, and he was kind of leaning toward Methodists. So I I think in that context of this burnt over district, if he says that the that the religions that he's thinking of, the religions that he's praying about, that those are abominations. Right. So whatever it is that those preachers are saying with the hellfire and brimstone and whatever else is is being is being moved in that time and space, you you think that perhaps that that played on his psyche so, and, and played into his vision. Well, so is so is the vision a product of his own psyche, or did did God actually come to him and appoint him to be a prophet? Um well, I, I think that all visions, I mean, um, are kind of interpreted by you. I don't, I, and even Joseph Smith doesn't claim, you know, word for word, everything that uh, God revealed to him. And you, you see that later on as he, as he kind of goes throughout his career. Well, I mean, that's the biblical view is, uh, Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Um, and so we have the word of the prophets confirmed, and you will divide the kind of mixing it up. But the point is, biblically, a, a prophet, a, a prophecy, a, a prophet is not speaking from their own imagination or from their own psyche. They're being, and according to, to Joseph Smith himself, God appeared to him and told him this. He didn't tell him Presbyterianism and Methodism, those are abominations. He said all Christian denominations are abominations. So everything in the world at the time that is being called Christianity, Joseph Smith rejected that as abomination in favor of the new religion that he was starting. Um, okay. And so, I mean, the idea that that Mormonism is, I mean, according to the founder itself, whatever Christianity is, Mormonism is not that quite emphatically. And it didn't, it seems like if it was just, if it was just the denominations in his particular area and God appeared to him and told him that he would have told him, those are abominations. You should join the Catholic Church, or you should join okay. the the Baptist. Or... So what? So what did Joseph Smith say about about the other churches, and what and what did he say that he was there to do? Um. Well, let me let me preface this with. Sure. I don't I don't profess to be an expert in Mormonism. I'm I'm not an expert in the history. Okay. Um. I have I have read enough that I'm confident that I can say that Mormonism is. It's not Christianity, and it's and it's not true. Um, I couldn't tell you the exact timeline of when Joseph Smith said what, and a lot. And there's not really a a single source that you can go to because it's not it's not really a sola scripture a kind of religion. It's not like Christianity where where you can just look at the Bible and everything is there that is authoritative. Um, the idea of the Roman of the of the Mormon Church is that God has, according to Joseph Smith, reinstated this prophet this this prophetic institution of authority, and that 
basically they have a direct line to God. And so they get revelations from time to time. Like Joseph Smith got a revelation that polygamy was something God wanted him to do. And then the federal government outlawed it. And then the president of the time had another revelation that, well, we're not, we're not going to do that anymore. Um, that kind of thing. But it, like, you can't really, but there are certain constants that, that define Mormonism today that, I mean, first of all, that idea of a prophetic institution, that isn't Christianity. That's a different idea of what a prophet is and what an apostle is and what a, and what a priest is according from, from what the Bible says. He kind of conflates them all as as one thing and reinstitutes that and can claims that title for himself. But it's basically it's 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 much more akin to Muhammad's idea of a prophet than the biblical idea. But I mean, mostly it's the the theology makes it totally incompatible with Christianity. And I'm happy to get into that if, if you want. Totally incompatible, totally incompatible with, with Christianity. Yes. You want me to so elaborate? What, yeah, what do they believe? What do Mormons believe? Um, you know, do you they, guys they are... do have they have 13 articles of faith that says it outlines exactly what it is they believe. Have you read that? Um I think I have it right here. Um is that the uh Uh, the Articles of Faith. Um, yeah, I got 13 of them here. I have I have them highlighted, um, the parts that are emphatically not Christian. But I don't think you can't reduce the Mormon religion to those 13 Articles of Faith. Um, they... Do you guys remember a few, week, a few weeks ago we had our, uh, our episode on occultism? And I explain how there are only two religions in the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to, for for review for the audience, <clears throat> um, religion type one. It's basically a binary question between what what is eternal and what is contingent. Is the type one religion uh, traditional Abrahamic monotheism holds that God alone is eternal and self-existent and the universe is contingent upon him. It's a created thing. God is wholly other, wholly transcendent. Um, the other type of religion holds that the universe is eternal and all gods and consciousness and, and life emerge from within the universe and they they emerge and they they grow and they die and and but it's the universe itself that is ultimate reality and everything is contingent upon that. Mormon theology places it squarely in the the type two type of religion, in which the universe is what is eternal and self existent and all gods and and individual consciousnesses emerge from within it. And the reason mm. I say that, um, I'm sorry, did you? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, well, Mormonism teaches that God was once a man, like was once a mortal man, um, born to a mortal mother and father, presumably in a world that was created by a, a God that preceded him, and that by following the steps prescribed by the Mormon religion, he 
ascended in status. He became an exalted being, um, became a god of his own world. And then he and, and they called him Heavenly Father. And he, with one of his spirit wives called Heavenly Mother, um, by their sexual union, had all of the, had a, a bunch of spirit children. And that's the human race. And Jesus was the first of their, the first conceived and born spirit child. And then the rest of the human race after him. And then um, the, and the goal of Mormon salvation is to basically we, according to Mormonism, we all pre-existed as these spirit children and we were sent to earth and, and born in, in physical bodies and our memory was wiped. But the, the way following the Mormon religion is the way to get back to our home in heaven, but having lots of children is the way to, is, is one of the ways along one of the many steps you have to go through to, to uh, become a, become a God yourself and God of your own world. You have to have enough spirit children to populate the world. And that's why polygamy was a thing, but, um, but essentially it's God is not, there's not one God, there's infinite numbers of gods. And one of the, one of the Mormon uh, presidents famously said, uh, as, as God, as man is now, God once was, as God is now, man may be. So God is not wholly other. He's not different in kind. He is a created being who emerged from within, within a preexistent universe. He's only different from us in degree but he's not different in kind and he, and so there's no, um, well, that's not, that's simply not Christianity. That's no, it's in, just, it's just one level away. Cause there is that eternal father, not, no, no, no. They, so, um, there, there, there is one God that created all things and then that created being is so i mean so essentially jesus is the is the yahweh of the bible is what is what they are saying so it's like one 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 degree separating from what you're saying into what is there that's not a degree of separation that's a that's a totally different belief system um i mean the the bible is quite emphatic that uh matt's you're on mute bro can't hear you I don't know how I bumped that. Sorry. So hang, so hang, so hang, hang on a second. So Dre, I think you said that. I don't know if you said that backwards or not, but let me, let me clarify and try to keep this conversation going the right way. So I, what I think, I think I knew what Dre meant. Cause I thought, I think we've, we've talked about this before, at least that's how I understood it. So one of the main uh, challenges or objections to Mormon doctrine is the the fact that Brian, you kind of laid it out that God um, wasn't pre-existing and you know doesn't stand outside of space and time and all those kinds of things. And and Christianity is pretty clear that God does and was pre-existent and does you know before and after and all those kinds of things. I'm under the impression that Mormonism believes that also they simply add a layer of God in between. So there is a God that existed before, 
but the God that we're interacting with is simply a layer below that God. But that God did exist indefinitely yes. yeah, yeah. And, and forever and ever. That's what and I so, know. Well. So we're simply layered one below. It, Mormons believe that we're layered one below where Christians believe we are, but that at the end of the day, the ultimate God is the same God. That's how I understand it. Um. I believe that is incorrect. Why, why do you think that? Dre, when 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 Mormons talk of Heavenly Father, who what what God are they talking about? The Heavenly Father. Okay, the, but it, the eternal being, the all eternal being, okay. the one that created all things. When when I think it was uh Lorenzo Smith, or I forgot the guy. It's sure I forgot which Mormon president said it, but it was the, the guy who said as 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 man right. he, is he now, was, God He's the guy that was, was elaborating on Joseph Smith's doctrine. Yes. Right. As as man as as man is now, God once was, as God is now, man may be. He was mm -hmm. talking about the the being that Mormons call Heavenly Father. No, he was that he was. He absolutely was. Okay. Um, I mean, it's dumb to say yes, he was. No, he wasn't. And but... they, well, but it's it's simply true. The 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 fact of the matter is, when they say Heavenly Father, what they mean is that Heavenly Father and Heavenly Mother in heaven. They... Okay, the Heavenly Mother thing hasn't even it's not written anywhere. Uh, it is a rumor that Joseph Smith <laughs> did have some secret meetings where he kind of taught that. But wait, there is no doctrine that says that. Um, I can give you the link. I mean, that's, that's I'm not that's that's not is is uh, it a is it a is it an LDS link? Is it from LDS.org? Because if it's not, then it is not a true link. Um. Yes, it is. It, um. I think this would be worth taking a look at. Uh, sure. On the show right now, because. I mean that's kind of a big deal. I'll just send it to you guys, and you'll see that it the the link is www.churchofjesuschrist.org study manual gospel dash topics dot dash essays slash mother dash in heaven. Um, I'm not. I mean, I'm not making this up. It's not an obscure thing, and it wasn't hard to find. Um, are you guys seeing it? Yeah. I mean, we might have to edit some of this. Uh, yeah, this isn't this isn't um, compelling show, but it's right. worth reading yeah. in real time. But yeah, it, like, it's, it's I mean, while there's no record, the formal revelation of joseph smith on this doctrine prophets have taught that our heavenly parents work together for the salvation of the human family we are part of a divine plan designed by heavenly parents who love us taught elder m russell ballard of the quorum of the 12 apostles president harold b lee stated we forget that we have a heavenly father and a heavenly mother who are even more concerned probably than our earthly father and mother and that influences from beyond are constantly working together, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, this is this is official. This is the Church of Jesus website. No, I know, and I know, I know these these people, these figures. Gordon B. Hinckley was has been a president, you know, in in my lifetime. 
but I mean, the, the Mormon narrative of, of reality of, of theology is that, or cosmology. Uh, sure. But it's, it's more of a cosmology. The the being they call heavenly father has a, they believe there that heavenly father has a, a physical body. Um, Jesus Christ has a physical body. The Holy Spirit doesn't have a doesn't have a body. They are three separate and distinct beings. Um, right. Heavenly Father and Heavenly Mother. Heavenly Mother is one of His many spirit wives. Um, they they conceived and birthed all of these spirit uh, children that make up the human race. Um, and we are and basic like if. And if he started out as a mortal man and became a god, and the same path is open to humans according to Mormon teaching, then that's not monotheism. That is that's that's polytheism. There is potentially an infinite number of gods, and God, the being they call Heavenly Father, is not is not the Yahweh of the Bible. There's nothing special about him that, that he should be worshipped or called God, um, it is a different religion. And it's it's like uh, the, the Roman name for the Greek god Zeus is Jupiter. That um, literally means heavenly father. If, uh, if we decided to call Perseus by the name Jesus Christ, that wouldn't make the movie Clash of the Titans a Christian movie. You couldn't turn a religion, you couldn't turn that into a religion and call that Christianity just because you have characters in the narrative who were called by the same names that we find in the Bible. Um, and that's what that's what the Mormon religion does. They kind of overlay this broader narrative against the Bible, and it it changes the meaning of everything inside and within it. You, you, okay, so I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to read and catch up at the same time. And it does, Dre, it does seem like the terms Elohim, Heavenly Father, are God the Father, which is ostensibly who we would refer to as Yahweh. That and they're saying that he was exalted or sure exaltation, yeah. right? Um, and I, apparently they reference the King Follett discourse, which was some big sermon that Joseph Smith gave at a funeral of King Follett. I don't know who the hell that is. Okay. Um <laughs> I'm just I'm that's, reading. That's good. And, Maybe someone in the comments, let me know what that is. Right. Yeah. Who was King Follett? Um, or Follet. Um it was in Na- I think Na- Navo, Illinois. That um, might be in Oh in Navu. Yeah, in Navu. This was right yeah, before he was this was right before he was killed. Yeah, yeah. Um, um <clears throat> so he was I, he was the mayor of that town. That was that's like their little community of oh that's the, the last King, place before before King, they moved King Follett. Navu was their stronghold or yeah. their okay. It's where he had um, his own legion, his own army. He made himself a three-star general. He's actually running for president at the time. So with the fact that he died, uh, it's the first time a presidential candidate in the United States was assassinated. Interesting. As fact, while right? while a candidate and yeah. not yeah, not, not a president himself. That's interesting. That's a there's a good jeopardy uh yeah, right? <laughs> question. Who Joseph is the first Smith. US presidential candidate to be assassinated? So he didn't get an opportunity to be in the 1844 election. I think that was one by Polk. Anyway, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so apparently that's, that was a big, and they also used a term, they use a phrase that's in quotes here. They call it that humans are gods in embryo. 
Um, and it's, it's interesting, right? Because if, if, you know, to a casual listener, somebody that's only listened to us a couple of times, um, it, it strikes me as interesting that from my reading of this and in just this conversation right now, that the LDS belief system is takes the divine council worldview to the level that many accuse Michael Heiser of, right? The whole Heiser is <laughs> yeah. a polytheist because he talks about the multiple Elohim and the divine council and that. But this does strike me as much more. I, I don't. I don't claim to be the, you know, the uh, deciding person on what polytheism, where the line between polytheism and, and I forget the language, the term that, that Dr. Heiser used to describe theism. Yeah. What was that? Say that again. Henotheism. Henotheism. Yeah. I don't know what the line between those two is, but it feels like these straddle that line, right? Like the LDS is on the other side of that line. Whereas the divine council is on this side of that line. I think, I think if you put a gun to my head, that's kind of where I would come down on this, to be honest. Yeah. And there's another, there's another article and that brings up another point. And I, I don't, this is, uh, you know, if you're, you know, if you're not, if you haven't read the Bible thoroughly and you're not firmly aware of, of what all of its various concepts mean, it's easy to think that Mormonism is Christian, um, because they use a lot of the same terminology. Um, there's another article that, uh, I'm sending you guys right now. We don't have to read it right right now, but there's a couple little point. I I read through it yesterday, and I kind of just took some notes. Um, this article it's called, and maybe we can link that in the description. Later. Yeah, we'll put these we'll put these in the in the description so anybody's listening can go back and read what we're what we're referencing. But it's it's entitled "What Latter Day Saints Believe About Jesus Christ." It's uh, the following excerpts are taken from an address to the Harvard Divinity School in March 2001 by Robert L. Millett, former dean of religious education at Brigham Young University. It is offered us. Who cares? Um, that's all just housekeeping stuff. But um, it starts off, "What do we believe about Jesus Christ?" And this is just an example of the kind of the kind of things that that you can expect to find in, in Mormon theology. We believe Jesus is the son of God, the only begotten son of, in the flesh. And he quotes John three sixteen. We accept the prophetic declarations in the old Testament that refer directly and powerfully to the coming of the Messiah, the savior of all humankind. We believe the, we believe that Jesus of Nazareth was and is the fulfillment of those prophecies. That all sounds great. That sounds like they're Christian, except we believe Jesus is the Son of God, comma, the only begotten Son in the flesh. Um, in the Bible, the emphasis is on the only begotten Son. Like it talks about how God, there are the sons of God, like in Genesis 6, that, that's a word for angels and uh, the, the members of the divine council. But Jesus is the monogamous, the only begotten, the, the unique and only Son, Um they emphasize only begotten son in the flesh because in mormon theology all the entire human race is the begotten the begotten sons of daughters of god um when christianity uses that language of the children of god it's the, there's a very specific theological rationale for it it's not the entire human race the entire human race is made in god's image but we're not god's children Unless we unless we believe in Jesus Christ, unless we are born again, 
right then you, then you become uh, uh god uh, jesus brothers and sisters right and, and, and brothers yeah. in, in christ so paul brings by, that up by adoption yes um but we're not but we're not intrinsically by nature by by default the children of god they emphasize but they they kind of use they kind of smuggle that language in to kind of qualify it so that it he's it sounds like they're affirming traditional christian belief but they're really kind of fitting it into a different a different and, narrative and that and that's fair because i don't i don't think that joseph smith says that he that he is i mean he he i mean even in the articles of faith where he says uh one is the way um sorry you guys are killing me with the dead air i know hey, hey. <laughs> you're gonna have to fix that i'm gonna be shortening all this shit um mama's little baby love shortening shortening mama's little baby love shortening. <laughs> i have it in front of me i feel like i could help but i just i don't know what you're looking for i'm looking for what he what what he believes in the bible is that song racist <laughs> maybe probably i mean what is it shortening bread <laughs> but, uh, is like biscuits okay do you me... i don't know um i got i got uh pearl of great price open in front of me i can't think about that um we believe in god the eternal father and in his son jesus christ and in the holy and in the holy ghost we believe that men will be punished for their own sins and not for adam's transgression right um which is you know i could quibble with that um but sure. okay we believe that through the atonement of Christ, all mankind may be saved by obedience by obedience to the laws and ordinances of the gospel. Um, well, that need, that needs some definition. What are the laws and ordinances of the gospel? Because the for for sure, and he and he does he breaks it down in other yeah. in other writings. Well, I mean, the reason I bring that up, it's not a that's not an idle observation, and I and I think. I think religions like Mormonism, they kind of exploit the fact that what in, intentionally or otherwise, uh, I mean, unintentionally or or not, that there's not Christians don't have a clear understanding of the relationship between law and but the, the new covenant and the old covenant, that what salvation by grace through faith, not by the works of the law means. We've kind of talked about that before, but it's which is something we can get into, but that's what he does is add a bunch of works and rituals to to the gospel that you have to do that are, that are only accessible through this organization so i mean the, this this discussion always kind of revolves of our our mormons christian it kind of it carries this presumption that it's christians who are being exclusive and and shutting out mormons and and not and not uh not being fair to them and inclusive but it's really mormonism that is that's exclusive um the claim is that only through this re this reinstituted prophetic authority can mm -hmm. anyone have the true gospel um well that's not there are no there's no there's no priesthood there's no professional christian caste in the bible every every christian is a priest according to the new testament um there's no except for moses there's no there's no prophet who has institutional authority um, well that's that's kind of the appeal of 
Mormons even from the beginning is that they they don't have a professional clergy class and that every every male is every worthy male is um eligible to be a priest what's worthy okay uh, worthy is someone who keeps commandments oh okay but it but it's monopolized by the by the president like it, it has to it has to it only happens through the through the institution of the Mormon Church. Well, right? no, no more so than the Pope has monopoly over the Roman Catholic Church, right? That's why that's why the Protestant Reformation happened. We right. we rejected that. There's no right. there is no mediator between God and man but the man Jesus Christ. And in a you know, Joseph Smith was emphatic. He's like, I am not here to reform the Protestant Church. I'm here to restore the true gospel. So according to what God has told me. Right. So, which means yeah. which means everybody else is is wrong. Only only the Mormon church has the true gospel, which I mean it made a few people mad and actually got them killed. But, huh? but but that's not a that's not a that's not a an opinion unique to Joseph Smith or Mormons. Like right. there's I know a bunch of Southern Baptists that believe that. But there's a there's a huge. I know a bunch of people though. that think if you read the Bible in any in any translation not called King James, that you're not reading the Bible. Sure, but at the very least, they they don't claim this exclusivity of prophethood where they've got a they have a leader who is no, having revelations. Yeah, they don't they don't, they don't claim years. they don't claim prophethood at like, all. I, I, like, I'm with you on that. Like they they like they can show you their work. Like here's the here's where the Bible says this, and that's what you're that's what you're bound to. Not some guy who is t who has who claims to have a direct line to God. That's, I agree. That's I'm with you issue. on that. No, I um, I agree with that. I mean, look. So let me ask you this. I mean, so. I don't know where this conversation goes because I, I think that's, but what if Joseph's, what if just, just what if Joseph Smith had a revelation from an angel from God? Is it possible one that he a misunderstood B took liberties with what he was what was revealed to him or see filled in blanks with his own, I guess that's the same thing as taking liberty. Yeah, right? I, or, I, I, I think so. And I think even, even he says so later, um, for example, even just even the, the, the doctrine and covenants as that, as that kind of progresses, you know, to, to include the word of wisdom. Right. So, I mean, the, the famous word of wisdom why Mormons don't drink coffee or tea or smoke to, tobacco, mm -hmm. you know, that that came about from meetings where where he would go into a big smoky room and didn't like it. And guys were chewing tobacco and spitting on the floor. And his mm -hmm. wife in the Relief Society was kind of pissed that they had to clean the floor all the time. So she came back to her husband and was like, hey, you got to go pray about this. I'm, I'm really I'm really mad about it. Hi. So then he, he came back. Hi, baby. He I'm having yeah he, he she he comes back and he prays about it and it's like hey we can't do tobacco anymore you stop spitting on my damn floor <laughs> <laughs> well look hey so let's be real about that um baptists right i'll, I'll speak well for hold on let's let's back up I, you you raised a big question here and i want to address it about is it possible oh, okay to, to yeah sure had this sure. revelation and um well 
first of all, we can check what he said against the Bible and it's flatly wrong. Like there's, there's no, there's no particular reason to believe that he got a revelation at all. Why? Um, How does the Bible say that's wrong? Because we can check what he said about God with what the Bible says about God no, and the fact that they're wrong. The fact that's, that a, that's assuming that those things were part of that revelation. My point, my point is, so let me, so let me, because I, those I, I things you. weren't necessarily part of that revelation, he, that's but what, I'm, but that's I'll, what I'm getting at. I, I had a, I had a multi-fat, the, the main point I should have led with this. Okay. Um, we, there are emphatic warnings throughout the Bible against false prophets. Sure. Um, there, you know, even in the old Testament, there are through the true prophets of like Jeremiah and Ezekiel, there God is rebuking the people for stop listening to those prophets. Mm -hmm. You, you, that, uh, and the dreams you encourage them to have. Um, mm -hmm. Jesus warned that there would be just multitudes of false, mm -hmm. false Christ, false prophets coming in his name. Um, so we should be extremely skeptical sure. of, of anybody making the kinds of claims that Joseph Smith did. Um, so the question isn't, I don't think the question is, I don't think, is it possible he had these revelations and he, he, he misunderstood them? Um, that's, that's highly doubtful uh, that that would be the first prophet, the first genuine prophet that's ever happened to. Um, but unless there, the that. real question is, is there any particular reason that we should think he is a prophet? No, that's not what I asked. That's that's a very, that's a totally different question though. No, but I, I'm I'm but, saying what you asked is the wrong question. The right question is: Is there any particular reason to believe he was a prophet? No, that's not the wrong question. It, it's not a wrong question. It's a question, and it can be answered in a whole multitude of different ways. Like, just because the question doesn't set us down the path that we want to go down, doesn't mean it's a bad question. So, first of all, the but, Bible never says there will never be another prophet. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, if, the if fact it, that there if could it's be warning a, against prophet, false prophets that that means there will be a true prophet. Right. Otherwise, it would say, "Never again will I speak to you." <laughs> these are my sure. these are my final words to you. Get them right, right? So it doesn't say that. So that means that actually tells me there will be future prophets, to the for the very same logic that you just pointed out. And I I brought this up before. You know, why is it that the Bible's closed and we haven't had any new teachings? And and you argued for just to restate it, not to put words in your mouth, because we don't need them. And that's fine. But that to me, that to me is not the right answer. It can be a correct answer, but that doesn't mean it's the right answer. So the the idea of there will be more prophets to come. So then in the past two thousand years, where were they? Like we had a crap ton of prophets in a little condensed period of a thousand years, relatively speaking, compared sure. to the zero prophets we've had since, which makes me think we've missed prophets, which is a really strange thought, by the way. Um, so to say that it didn't happen is a weird thing because what so to answer so you answered a of my three part question, right? I think it's highly possible. I didn't say likely, but it's possible that the revelation did happen and he bungled it and bungled the recitation of the revelation and or took massive amounts of liberties with it because oh by the way prophets aren't perfect 
prophets aren't infallible or inerrant. Only the he, word is even inerrant. he says he says about himself he's not inerrant, right? He he, he says that you know what what I'm saying isn't isn't uh, infallible or inerrant. Um, he he mentions that uh, you know he just speaks to me plainly. I have a he says something about uh, I have a I have a just a plain intelligence when God is speaking to me. So Joseph and, Smith is Alex is Alex Jones, and Joseph Smith's like, look, I'm gonna be honest, I'm kind of so retarded. What, <laughs> what what other prophets in in the Bible fit that description that that who who bungled it and I didn't say any did. I never said any others did. That doesn't mean or maybe, that this didn't happen. Right. Or maybe not all of every other prophet's writings we have. Well, that was what I was going to say when, when Brian said it's never happened before. And I said, we don't know that. Maybe right. some of those prophets got canceled out. Maybe some of the books. Or that even the prophets that we do have, like three things they wrote, like, yeah, that's not good. We're not putting that in there. Or or maybe some of the apocryphal books that exist were written by prophets that screwed up because they didn't do a good job in relaying the word in a, in a, in a, in a useful manner. So the books were, you, you know, mean like, uh, kept out of, kept out like of semen hair. Well, I mean, it, what there's, there's, there's things, there's things oh, all right, over gotcha. that, yeah. that, that make it. Well, that's that not it, a, hey, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of rambling. Cause I, this, this thought's <laughs> coming to me in real time. This isn't something that I, I thought through. I'm just saying it's, it's entirely plausible whether it's possible or happened, like, I mean, it's, it's plausible that God revealed himself to a guy, the guy screwed up and fumbled the delivery of the pitch. And now year after year after year, it's getting morphed and morphed and morphed. And it was never what was intended to be relayed. Now one would hope that if that, I, or, I, or, or the church is back on track today because they because they've recanted all the other things not, that they not necessarily did, recanted like, but just evolved right well so um well, so real real quick real you quick. guys have just said a whole lot here that it it okay and, and I mean, like it, it's hard to um i mean th this is kind of why like i don't i don't think that's a great question to to frame this because you can there's no end of speculation this could have happened that could have happened i think god if if he has something he wants to communicate he's going to pick the right guy uh who's going to be competent to deliver it um and if that guy for whatever if god somehow picked wrong he's going to find another guy he's not going to just say something and then that guy is just going to run off with it and do his own thing and you know that's that's completely fine and that's and that's saying that joseph smith was wrong and that he did bungle it but there's 17 million people that believe that that's not true well uh, what what does that have to do with it i don't know the it, numbers i don't know the numbers I'm, I'm just i'm just i'm just saying that there's that there's a religion and i think that by christians calling them not christian I don't think they give a shit. You they don't, don't because they don't because, they, because they don't think Mormons. I mean, Mormons. No, no, more, no, Mormons don't because there's a weird Freudian because Freudian because they think they're right. So who who cares if people who are not right are telling them they're wrong? I watched a video put out by the church of a woman talking about how sad she gets when when Christians say that Mormons aren't Christians. Well, then she needs and, a she needs a tighten up. Well, that was the, what what can she, she needs a helmet. That was an yeah, official like that was a that was an official like church released video. That was like a 
it was like a marketing video, but there is a, there is kind of a, a, a campaign by the Mormon church to kind of insist that no, no, we're Christian. Stop saying we're not. And that article that I linked where the, 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 the address to Harvard divinity school by the, by the, uh, the Dean from Brigham young university, it, he's kind of making the same argument is that, well, you guys are making too much of the differences between us and we should, fo- we should, we should all focus on Christ. But the, the Christ that is worshiped within the Mormon church is a, he's a, he's a character in a narrative that is entirely different than the narrative of the Bible. It is not the same Jesus Christ. It's not the same God. I, it's like, I, it's like, I think they're like okay was, with it. You think Mormons are? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, I, I'm sure they are, but they're, if, if, if it's, if they're wrong, don't you think that's a, a concern? Um, Maybe. I, so that's, I mean, that, that, that's, that was why I attempted to start this conversation with like, the, what is Christianity foundation what, of Christianity? Right. right. Because you keep telling me what it's not, but what is it? Well, the, pro- the, the problem with that is that everything I say, like the, the Mormon church has a spin on it. So that they're going, oh, that's what we believe. But you have you have to you have to unpackage the terms. And when you when you ask a Mormon what it means and they unpackage it, it's different than what the Bible means. Like when so it what talks is it? about So what is it? Uh it is it is regeneration through the Spirit of God through faith in Jesus Christ. Um now a Mormon would say, Oh yeah, that's that's what we got. And so what I would ask a Mormon is, okay, well, what if, what if we just ignore the Book of Mormon, the Pearl of Great Price, the Doctrine of Covenants, and I don't have anything to do with the Mormon church, if I just go with what's in the Bible, what am I missing? Am I missing anything? To be a Christian? Yeah, am I, am I not saved? Right, and that's, that, to me, that's the right question. Because that's that's the only way to come at this conversation, and I don't know the answer to that. I, I don't know that any of the three of us do because we're not Mormon experts, right? Like that's well, probably where we need a, a but, Mormon. But expert. their definition of salvation is entirely different than the Christian definition. Is it? It is. It one hundred percent is. What is their definition? Their definition is that you, well, they first, our original home was in heaven, like we were. That, we that were, doesn't matter. That's not part of the definition. Matter. No, pre-existing pre- beings, and you, you, you come down and and you earn your way back, right, through grace. How, how how does that matter if if they if they agreed on the the regeneration through through Christ? Because it because it because every every single one of those terms is defined differently within Mormonism. It's like I was saying before. I mean, Jupiter means heavenly Father. If we if we rename Perseus and call him Jesus Christ. Would it be Christian to would Clash of the Titans then be a Christian movie? Could we turn uh, I, I, that? I understand your that point, into a religion. But, but I going back to the way you framed your question, if you were to ask a Mormon, if we if we disregarded all of the Mormon books and extra teachings, yeah, right, and we just focused on what is included in the Holy Bible, would they be okay with that? And if their answer is yes. Then I don't understand how there's well, if their answer is yes, then what they're saying is everything they do is irrelevant. 
It's extra. Okay. Why do you it's need like, anything extra? Who said you do? Joseph Smith did. That's 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 what he said. But if if the things they do and the things they believe are in addition to not detracting from, it's kind of like. But they are. It's, back, but, it, but they are detracting from. That's the point. How? Um. The narrative about and, and by the way, I'm not is, to be clear, Brian. I don't have it. I don't have an, an angle. I I'm looking at this. I'm trying to look at Christianity in in the abstract to the extent possible. Right. And I realize every theologian would freak out by saying that because how can you, because you have to put yourself in, you have to understand like, no, like at some level, it has to be synthesizable down to a base concept, right. To us, to us, to something simple. And this, I'm almost to the point that I feel like this is the, what is a woman argument, right? Like what is a Christian? And there has to be a way to say it's an adult fem human woman female right like that's a woman i, I would i would say a, a christian is a follower of jesus christ who who believes he is the messiah and follows his teachings and is regenerated in spirit you have to follow his teachings to be to be regenerated yeah you have to have faith so if him. your faith is not following faith following implies following. your actions right faith is not just a an attitude or a doctrinal position faith is trust why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? I, I'm with you. I'm if with you. Trust you. him. Like it's like, I feel like what you just said. The reason I'm qualifying is I feel like you just went. You kind of included uh, works, and I know I know what James said. Faith um, without works is dead. But I'm. But like, there's there has to be a, a, works, a very works, simplistic works point, are right? necessary. Faith, right? But they're, but they're necessary faith, because faith. of the regeneration, not not for the regeneration, right? For, I mean. Uh, Christians would disagree with me on some Christians would disagree with me on this. Um, faith is not just doctrinal assent. Faith means putting your trust in Jesus Christ and doing what He says, and then you you cultivate the you you make every effort to add to your faith, excellence, knowledge, self control, perseverance, all of the qualities consistent with the divine nature. Putting your faith in Jesus Christ means obeying His teachings, not not to earn your way, but your Basically, if he taught it, that's what you believe. That's what you trust. Mm -hmm. The Mormon, what Mormons teach about salvation, about God, about human origin and destiny, that is all different and incompatible from what Jesus actually taught. And the fact, okay. and the fact that you need additional books and an additional institution that holds this exclusive power to to bestow priesthood upon believers that should tell you that they're they're going beyond what jesus actually taught so i i guess yeah. I, I guess i don't know how to respond to your statement jesus didn't teach anything about the before he affirmed like, that the old testament he, okay so and if if Mormons are teaching something that is in conflict with the Old Testament, then that automatically disqualifies them as followers of Jesus Christ, even though I, they I, say. Could you not simply be a difficult? So I would I would presume that there are young earth creationists that would say that if you don't believe in that, you're not a Christian um, because you don't believe in the Bible. 
So the word of God in Genesis says that the world was created and everything was created. Yeah, in but that's that, that's a trivial that's distinction. No, nope. it's not. How, how, how is if it any different? Teach, if they're teaching that God is a created being and that we can become gods of our own world, just like he is God of this world, that's a different religion. That is not compatible with anything Jesus taught. How many words in the Bible focus on whether or not God was created or not? Quite a few. I'm asking. Like I don't. I don't feel like it was that many. I feel like it was a couple of sentences in Genesis. Um, I think that. I think there's a lot of theology built around Matt, it. That that frightens me to hear you say that. Okay. That's, well, then tell, tell me how many times it says it. You're you're trivializing a major teaching. Of, I'm not trivializing it. I'm saying that. Okay. It's me, doctrinal let me, interpretation. Let me, let me lay out what I'm. It's not. It's this is this is one of those things that's not open to interpretation. So, when God appeared to Moses in the burning bush. Mm-hmm. Um, Moses saw the bush; it was burning. He was amazed that at the there was the there was the fire, but it wasn't burning it up. Um, God spoke to him: "I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the the God of your ancestors." Um, Moses asked his name, and he said, "I am that I am. Mm-hmm. Go and tell the Israelites that I am has sent has sent you to them. Mm-hmm. The I am is the." That points to God's self-existence, his 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 uncreated otherness, like the the. Said, well, this let, is one of those me, things. Says says who? Hold on. Let, let me let me lay this. Let me let me make the case, and then if you don't okay. if you don't find it persuasive, then you can you can say so. But don't let me make the case here. Um. <clears throat> um. Where was I? Yeah. So the I the am. fire that didn't that didn't consume the that didn't mm-hmm. consume the bush. Mm-hmm. Um, that was an illustration of God's quality of aseity, self-existence. He, that fire illustrated the fact that he wasn't contingent on anything. All of existence is contingent upon him. Um, when he, when he told, uh, Moses, I am that I am, that's what he was getting at. In chapter six, he tells, uh, he tells Moses, I, I appeared to I am Yahweh. I appeared to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob as El Shaddai, but by my name Yahweh, I did not make myself known to them. Um, yet, when you read the Book of Genesis, you see him call. You see him using that name with them. They call him Yahweh. They they refer to him among each other as Yahweh. So they knew the label, but they didn't. But there was a sense in which the, he hadn't revealed himself as Yahweh until, as he told Moses, when he fulfills his promise and frees the Israelites from bondage and gives them the land promised to their ancestors. And you, you kind of see that phrase repeated throughout the prophets. Whenever they, like in Ezekiel, it shows up like 50 times. Mm-hmm. The prophet will pronounce an oracle. And then, then he says, when, and when on the day this happens, then you will know that I am Yahweh. The, the point of it is that God is self-existent. He's outside of time. He's he's master over time, so that when he promises something in one generation and it brings it to fulfillment in the next, this is him revealing himself as Yahweh. This this is a a point the Bible throughout is emphatic about, and it's tied to the the second commandment: "You shall not make an idol for yourself in anything in heaven above, or on the earth beneath, or in the waters below, to worship it or bow down to it." And in Deuteronomy four, he emphasizes. 
you saw no form when Yahweh your God spoke you out of the fire, only only a voice. Therefore, guard yourselves and do not make an idol for yourself in the form of anything, in the form of any man or woman or bird or creature. And so this is this is emphasized throughout the Bible that God is wholly other. He is He is the creator of everything. Nothing within creation can represent Him. That's why idols are taboo. Um, the Romans regarded the Jews as atheists for the fact that their God was so different than, than any of the idols they worshipped. So th this, this idea of God being uncreated and, to and, of, of, and totally other than anything in creation, that, that cannot be overemphasized. This is not a trivial thing. So I, I, I didn't say it was trivial, but if, if you're done with the, the Bible verse, the, the Bible parts, I don't see, biblically speaking, how anything you just said proves that God said that he existed before space and time. Simply saying I am and doing some supernatural things gives no indication of pre-existence. I, I think you should probably think about it some more, Matt, because that's that's kind of that's the standard view of monotheism that's not I, that's not me that's not a weird take by me i i didn't say it well i didn't say this was you throwing darts or pulling something out of your out of your ass i'm saying i i agree <clears throat> that this is the base theology of christianity i agree with that okay i'm saying i don't see how it's literally pulled from biblical text He created time on day one. That's what it says. But we know that the three of us collectively agree that that entire stanza is allegorical at some level. It's not literal. So what what is it you're saying that you're you think that the Bible leaves it open that God it, that God was created? I said I'm saying I don't I don't know that it's it states it at all. Unless, unless you take Genesis 1 as hyper-literal and you are a young earth creationist, they, they, like, then it's it's open to an interpretation of sorts. It's really not. No, like, no. It either is or isn't. It's either binary literal or it's open to interpretation. You can't God, be both at the same time. That God is uncreated and separate from the universe and is, is outside of it. That's, I mean, that's basic monotheism that like, this is not even, this is not even debatable among Christians or Jews or Muslims, like every monotheist in the world by definition believes that it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's not even, it's, un, it's non-negotiable. Um, and when Mormonism teaches that God was a man, was a mortal man like us, and that we could become God of our own world, that is 100% incompatible. You cannot reconcile those those two things. That is a different religion and that's not even that's that's just the fact of the matter. That's not me you know being opinionated about Mormonism or or, or anything else. That's just the basic facts of the religion. These things are not compatible. Then it's not <laughs> it's not possible that that's why God revealed himself to Joseph Smith to explain to him that everybody else was doing this wrong because they've created a a a um a binary condition set that's not true. You know, it's not in, possible. And Joseph Smith did uh did retranslate Genesis through 
through his little book of Moses. And he was working on the entire Bible before he was he was killed. And uh, and there's some subtle differences if you if you read. Uh, They're kind the of profound. He yeah, actually yeah. he actually yeah. he reworks he, every time in Genesis where it talks about how God said or God did that. He he replaces it with gods. He makes it poly. He makes it outright polytheistic. Well, well, he says that basically he just turned to Jesus and said, "Hey, we're doing this. Let's make them in our image. You and I, buddy." Um. Because because they believed the Godhead were <clears throat> completely separate, not not a triune. Yeah, yeah they, they believed in. And and I and I think he he does just have a different take on the on the on the divine council worldview. I think I think he's kind of an an, an early divine council worldview guy that came out of the the burnt over district. And that's that's kind of that's you know that's an example in Mormonism of something that's in the Bible that. Something that's valid in the Bible, but they kind of twist it. In the Bible, it's God is eternal and uncreated, the I am, and then all of the all of the gods, the Beni Elohim, these are created beings. They are within they are within the universe. They are wholly separate. Um Mormonism kind of puts them all on the same level and says that human beings are on the same I, continuum. I, I really do think that they do have a a, a, a figure that is eternal, and I and I and I hope that someone can clarify that for me in in the church if they're listening right now. So if if they don't, though, let's let's just say that I've accurately represented Mormon theology. Um, would would that would that persuade you that they're not Christian? I, I don't care, and that's uh, and I don't I don't mean to be flipping about that. I think that what, if what are we what are we, I know, what, are we what are we doing on this show? Then? I think because people care, people oh, people okay. do. Okay. I I okay. think that the the word Christian, um, because if if that is all the definition of Christian, I'm not sure that I am. So. It's, oh, and, because and of I, the because of yeah, the and I'm, thing. and I'm okay with it because I haven't given myself the label of what Christianity is traditionally what what Christian is. So, I mean, and if and if they have explanations for all of these things and they call themselves true Christians, then then they are. And if and if, I would recommend if the Christian you guys, world says no, then I don't I don't think they have a problem with that because they're not because, you know, they believe that the Bible is the word of God as far as it is translated correctly. And we also believe that the Book of Mormon to be the word of God. Um, there have you is, read the um, Book of Mormon? Have you read it? Have I read it? Yeah, uh, I've read the uh, the summaries of it. OK, um, the cliff notes. It's, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I don't, I don't take it seriously enough to want to devote that kind of time to it. It's, it's, uh, all, all of the evidence is that Joseph Smith just made that up. It's full of anachronisms, um, people having carts and wheels in the Americas centuries before anybody here had a wheel um but i mean that could have been a that could have been a watcher thing right um yeah, well that's, I, i'm not trying to be if, funny i'm being i'm being super yeah, serious but about if, that if you're if you if you read the book and like if you or just like and i haven't a, read it or just, just like 
just watch a video problems with the book of mormon i mean there are there there are legion so um, you so you so you listen to people with the problems of the book of mormon but you won't read it itself because you don't take it seriously i don't that's absolutely I mean, true i do not okay that, that's fine but then how can you really comment on it um how can you really come i mean if i mean if I, because like i said that about the bible Right, I don't take the fucking Bible seriously, so I, why I should I read it? I there's, need, there's plenty of there's plenty of evidence that says the Bible's not true. So therefore, you know, and all these things with the the firmament and the different layers and seven days, I don't believe any of that. But but a Christian would tell me to read it with an open mind and an open heart. Okay. And then when you do, you either are a believer or you're not. I don't and need then to you read can the Book of Mormon on. to know what the premise of the Book of Mormon is and to know that there are more credible sources on that premise that there are, that the that the 10 lost tribes of Israel traveled to the Americas and had civilizations here. Um archaeologists and anthropologists and historians have have checked up on this and nobody finds that claim credible. There's no, there's nobody? no evidence for it. And all the evidence is against it. Not a single, not a single credible historian or archeologist would, would vouch for the book of Mormon. Um, I don't, I don't need to read something that a, a 19th century con man concocted to know that it's not, it's, it's, it's not valid. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be antagonistic about that. Um, I know it's important to a lot of people. Um, I don't take it seriously. I've never, I've never seen any good reason to take it seriously. Um, but I mean, since you, you do raise interesting questions about why we should, why should we listen to, why should we take the Bible seriously? I think that's a, I think that's a, a question worth exploring. Um, Maybe in the next podcast, um, why is Christianity true? Um, and we can compare and contrast the reasons for Christianity versus the reasons for Mormonism. I don't know if we had to compare and contrast those two. I think, I think it would be a, a better <clears throat> compare and contrast is if if the Bible and Christianity is true or it's not. Sure, that's fine. Especially yeah. if you just say that Mormons are not Christians, right. so they would be not true if Christianity is true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 the LDS will claim that they are true and Christianity is not. Well, or, but, but hang on, hang on. That's so that's an interesting l- let me jump on that one because sure. if the Bible and Christianity is not true, then Mormonism can't be true because it needs the Bible to underpin so, its books. So it's it's true as far as it's translated correctly. That's the Mormon. Take. Okay. Okay. That's, that's different. Okay. Then they, they would have to present what the translation differences are. Right. And, and that's what, that was the, the other, point like, of Joseph Smith is the, to restore the gospel of Jesus Christ. He should have started with Genesis. Whether, whether that's true or not. If, if that was his point. goal, he should have started with Matthew. Because he, he only made it through Genesis, part of Genesis before. He, 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 he did offer a, a butcher. Well, he thought he'd be around for a while. He he did offer a version of Matthew and it, did he? That's in, he, he did. That's he did. Actually, I think that's the Christ. first gospel he did. Oh, okay. Well, he only did like chapter, like the last part of chapter twenty three and chapter twenty four. If I'm not, he didn't do. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I but think the, right. The, all of that discourse and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he was killed unjustly. So it's, it's interesting that that's where he started, though. That's 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 actually pretty telling with how 
important that part of the book of the of the book is. Yeah, but that's that's it. I didn't know that either. That's interesting because, like I said, you know, one one has to be true for the other to be true, which means I don't, that's a, that's a weird calculus to kind of work out in my head. <laughs> yeah. Um. At the very least, I mean, reading the Bible and comparing it to Mormonism, um, they they simply teach different things. They it's it they're they're not compatible. Mormonism is polytheistic. That and that's the bottom line. And I think uh, I, I sent you guys a link just now in in the chat, and we should maybe. Uh, it's called Gospel Principles. It's the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Yeah, I know the Gospel it, Principles. Yeah, it's uh, well, that pretty much lays it out. I mean, it pretty much explains the whole thing about uh, God the Father and God the Mother and having the spirit children that are pre-existent, and the goal is to get back to heaven um, and then become gods of our own worlds and father enough uh, spirit children that we can uh, populate our worlds and um i mean that's all in there and it but it's got some stuff about how uh jesus is our first brother and lucifer is his spirit brother who wanted to uh take away free will and but um yeah i think everybody should read it and just see what mormonism actually teaches because i think any i think anybody who is well versed in the bible and who reads that will immediately know that these, these are not compatible belief systems. So. Which is, which is why when you join the LDS church, you're a convert. Convert from Christianity. From whatever, whatever you from were whatever before yeah. you convert to that. Doesn't that kind of like in and of itself establish that they're not Christian? Uh, I, I mean, I, I guess they're just an, an evolved form of Christianity. They're 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 above the the true form of Christianity, right? I, I guess they would see it as it's right. You know, there's Christianity, then there's then there's the us, right? Yeah. yeah, I could see that. Jehovah's Witnesses, not, that, not that, that I agree with that. I'm saying I can right. see that. That's that that was that, that was the whole thing. So whenever you went to the Kingdom Hall and was in church, uh, you would go for the truth. That was the that was the point. That was the language. That was the vernacular that we used all the time. Like. Hey, are you in the way of the truth? Hmm. You keep referencing the fact that they believe they're right, and that and that the you seem to afford that equal credibility with Christians who believe that we're right, um, which which I get it when Christians claim we're right and we well, don't make the case. That's for it. the discussion. I'm not. I mean, and I it, you've told me that I'm not Christian, so. Um, when, when did so, I say when did I say that well because I've told you what I believe and you said that's not Christianity and I say cool I don't believe I've ever over said that. our over our it was it was it was around the the Trinity concept yeah so for sure specifically because Dre and, still hung up on and even not, and even New not. Testament but, stuff Dre, that, and, I'm just responding to what you've said I've never I've never said you're not I mean I'm oh okay you, fair enough fair enough but so <laughs> I'm taking away that you wouldn't believe that I'm Christian and that's and that's fair. And you, why sh why would you why would you believe that I'm Christian if oh. I don't believe those things? And I, and that's but you have said so just now, like on this podcast, that you were not a Christian. Like, isn't that sure? I mean, so, uh, so 
so by me putting them on equal footing or perhaps equal footing whoever's correct is correct isn't so i'm, I'm trying to get what your point well, was well like, you... i my my point is that uh yeah I, i'm i'm it doesn't matter who claims they're right that who it, matter, it matters what their case is it matters the merits of their arguments and my my point is we should do that next week and it was just kind of a tease for next week but i, we, I kind of got I, no that's that's fair and I, I mean that's there's nothing wrong with that i love a good tease um i don't know that i agree with that statement though what statement what you just said you said it doesn't matter about who thinks they're right or wrong it matters who's got a better argument and that's not true well i said there is there there is an absolute there is an absolute right and wrong i said what matters is the merits of their arguments right my my point being it like everybody is confident that they that they're right right that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean anything the point is we should weigh their arguments and let them make the case for it and then if they can if it's something you can verify, if it's something you can, if you can check their evidence, if you can follow their reason, then that's, you know, I'm just saying weigh the weigh the case for it on its merits. It's not pe- people often speak as if sincerity of belief is enough is enough for sure. to validate a religion. And no, I'm with that's you. just I'm I'm with you on that. My point is the ability of one to present and argue on their religion's behalf is irrelevant as to the legitimacy of their of their religion though my point is some dude who's not a christian like bart ehrman could destroy me in a debate and that doesn't invalidate christianity uh yeah i I get that yeah sure um I I'm pretty sure I could take Bart Ehrman in a debate. And, I'm saying you might be able to. I'm saying I know that I can. But, it, but I don't. Not, I don't have it, the. I don't have the schooling for it. But it, it's not because I'm so wise and knowledgeable and and su- such an eloquent debater. It's like, it's like somebody letting somebody pick a fight with your pet lion. You don't I, have to. I, no, that's you, fair. I mean, you, you I, I could whip Bart much. Ehrman's ass, but that doesn't mean that I could beat him in a debate, right? Like, I'm saying that the truth of Christianity is so. The, the case for it is so powerful on its own. I just have to like, I don't have to sell it. I don't have to, I don't have to do that's a, a take. That's a take. And I'm not, I'm not take. arguing with you. I don't disagree with you. I'm simply saying that doesn't mean it's always going to be the case. That's all I'm saying that again, you know, a really well-educated Muslim debater could win an argument. That doesn't mean that I'm suddenly going to go, Oh, you're right. I'm, I'm going to convert to Islam now. Right. <laughs> you should watch some Muslim debates, man. Well, I mean, I understand what you're saying hypothetically, yeah, but I, 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 I get it. There's, there's an image that's, that's, <clears throat> yeah, far, far, far is involved, and in, I get it. Like, <laughs> well, Islam has absolutely no good reasons to believe in it. Um, I, I, I know. I let's, let's not open that box. We're we're an hour and a half into this show. Like, we can't we can't go down another that's, another. That's track. a tease for next week. That's, uh... <laughs> but I, I, I guess. My final thought on this, on this one, on this topic, right? And I, we're obviously not going to solve it or conclude it, right? Is this? I, I want to go back to this polytheism versus whatever, whatever theism, monotheism, or mono or hino or whatever, right? Um, 
if a person is born again, saved, relatively educated, let's say they even have a, you know, some formal education training, maybe they've been to seminary, theology school, seminary school, whatever. And then one day they're looking at the discussion about pre-existence and they go, and I wonder, is there a possibility that there was something before God just thinking it through? And you're like, I mean, you know, there's this, there's that, whatever. If that person suddenly was like, hmm, it's not as if magically their salvation was ripped away from them because God was like, wait, you don't think I was preexistent? Give me that back. That's not some kind of an unpardonable, irrevocable loss of salvation. So to... The, I understand your the energy and the passion that you were putting into that topic earlier when we kind of went down that path for a second. I don't want to turn this into a big long fight. I'm just trying to make the point that the cons this this fine line, and you 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 will say that it's not a fine line. It's the most important line in all of religion and theology and whatever. And I disagree with you on that. And that's we can just we can agree to disagree, and you'll say I'm wrong, and I don't. That's fine whether or not that one point is X or Y or A or B or on or off or black or white or one or zero, in my opinion, I, I don't, I don't see how that is the most unbridgeable gap of theology and spirituality and Christianity. That's a statement. So, I mean, we can get hmm. into an argument about it, but I'm, I'm just, I I'm think, just talking I out think, loud. I'm just, I'm just, I think, People in the comments should uh, offer their thoughts on yeah. whether uh, whether that's a those are two those are reconcilable beliefs or sure. or a negotiable oh. belief. Within, so within my, my question is that the the recognition of other worldly <clears throat> beings just because you recognize that they exist does that make you a polytheist? I think um, I think there's I think there's a lot of Christians that would say yes to that. That's that's so, not but that's not a that that's not no, the, that's not the, the position the, we're talking is, about here. Our God, who we are supposed to worship, right? There were no gods before me, right? But you recognize that gods exist; otherwise, Elohim would not be plural, right? Um. Otherwise, the why we even talk about the divine council worldview? But they're we, not. But they're not gods in anything like the sense that Yahweh is God. They are created beings. That's that's the that's the the situation here. The the Mormon version of of heavenly father is a created being. He was born to a mortal mother and father and was a mortal man who ascended to godhood. A god by the Mormon definition is an, is an exalted human being. Um there so their concept of God is not wholly other. He's only different by degree, not in kind. So it's so it's Eastern religion slash philosophy. Yeah, exactly. So okay. So to 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 and I, and I, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop this after I make this point. So and, and I'm really super interested <clears throat> in anybody that's listening comments. Those of you in the comments that are that believe in the the literal six-day creation of the earth do you find 
the ability, quote unquote, the ability of a Christian to believe in old earth and evolution to be equivalent or just as of a deal, big a deal breaker as polytheism relative to if God was created by a God above him. I'm really curious about that because I think they're, I think they're on the same plane of incompatibility in most people's eyes. I think you're going to be surprised by the comments. Okay. Because I know I've heard, I've heard the pushback from, from young earth creationists. And I know how um, heretical they believe that evolution is to Christianity. It, to the point that I've been told by young earth creationists that we don't believe in the same God because I don't, I don't take the word of God literally because I don't believe the book of Genesis. And hmm. the book of Genesis is ostensibly where we get the concept of God be preexistent. So it turns into, a, well, if you believe this, you're going to pick and choose this versus that. It's just a thought. I, to, and, and to be honest, I, I don't necessarily believe that. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to explore this in real time, honestly and intellectually. That's All my right. that's my closing thought. Okay, so I think that uh, we've come down the three of us on uh, on this show over the last hour hour and a half that uh, the Church of Jesus Christ and Latter Day Saints Mormons, if you will, are not Christian, right? I mean, did, did we from all the, agree on the, that? I don't the, know that we fully agreed. I think that's probably I don't, I don't think the, we fully agree there, but probably but, the leaning, right? I mean, right. or or what Christianity definitions are, they are not that. Again, I think, I think uh, my, my final thought on, on, on what Christianity is, mm -hmm. is, you know, I think Brian stated it, um, you know, at, at the simple level, I guess the, the follow on question is, is how many levels of unraveling does one do before, right. before you call it so Matt, you're saying before you're you say ollie ollie oxen free right so there's a there's a list of of boxes you need to check to be christian and the mormons check those boxes i think they do right and then the question is does that teaching that's outside of that box then violate the boxes that right. were checked or, right or do, do, and and i don't i don't pretend to have a strong enough cosmic understanding to have that point of view Right, I think, and, I, and without putting words in mouth, I think Brian says the answer is yes, and it's clear by the Bible. And I hear him, and I get it. And Brian, I'll let you talk. And I realized I said I was going to shut up, and I didn't. But I, this is just as hyper complex, and I want right. to make sure our points are well are well formed before we hit the stop button, and then everybody goes, "You, you can't believe it's like, well, I didn't even make my full point, right?" So, yeah, sure. so yeah, that's my. I think Christianity is simply: Do you believe in God? Was Jesus Son of God? Did He come to Earth, human flesh? died, bodily resurrected, ascended, sitting on the right hand of God. Like if you believe those things, that is the, those are, that's the Roman road, right? That's that Paul, that Paul laid out for us to be a Christian. And I didn't, I didn't see in the Roman road that you can't believe that God has a daddy. And I'm not trying to be funny by saying that, but that's, <laughs> that just feels like an extra, an extra condition set that wasn't part of the original belief. Right. And then I, I'm a guess that Brian's going to say, well, if you believe the words I am, that inherently proves that he was preexistent. And I just don't understand how we get that from that. 
So I'll, I'll, I'm going to show. Go ahead, Brian. We're about to, we're about to rehash the same argument. Sorry, Brian. Yeah. Well, no, we got to close it though, so it's okay. Right. Yeah. I have a couple sort of involved points, but uh, are we in a hurry? But uh, I don't know if we're in a hurry, but I mean, we're, we're closing up. So we're, we're, at a, say, we're at an hour 40. So we can do it say in the next 10, 15 minutes. That George Lucas dies. And then I claim George and I were close personal friends. Mm-hmm. And he told me, he gave me the outline for what, he wanted start the the next Star Wars movies to be. So okay. I make these movies, and I establish in these movies that a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away is actually a simulation that's being run on in this world, and it's a video game being played by a couple of suburban kids in New Jersey. And there's this larger narrative about their family drama and. Uh, the kid playing Luke Skywalker, he's the he's the older brother and he's a bully and he always makes his younger brother play the villain so he can beat up on him and and there's this and they're they're orphans because their their parents are uh they're they're vampire hunters who work for the CIA and uh and that's really what Star Wars is about. So all of the conflicts that you watched in the original Star Wars, well, there's there's a there's a whole different meaning to them. There's a bunch of subtext that we didn't get because we didn't know the background. Right. And so kind of like the, when the Wachowski brothers said that the matrix was really about being transgendered and all that crap, which clearly wasn't true, but then they, their life kinda, changed and they tried, they I, tried to, they tried to retcon the meaning of the movies. Yeah. But I, I yeah, I don't, I don't want to undersell it, but uh, like I make those movies and I, I insist very loudly that if you don't like, if, if you, if you think that like the fight between Luke and Vader is really about, winning his father back from the 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 dark side and freeing the, the 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 galaxy from the empire well you don't understand about the vampire hunters and the family drama in suburban new jersey you don't know how um, hard it is you don't know about that life yeah it's yeah. like it's like you can see how that would completely change mm-hmm. like everything going on in star wars that is what mormonism does with this narrative about pre-existent souls and heavenly father and heavenly mother and a god and and a, a god who is who is a created being and that humans can become god um it's it, it's it's as different from christianity as my dumb star wars movie would be um from actual star wars um so that's uh something to chew on but another point i wanted to make um now that i just did that little drive by um <laughs> somebody's um, somebody's driving down the road with their hands in the air go what in the hell just happened <laughs> um that's the best clowns. analogy i could i mean that that's the best analogy i could come up with on the fly like it 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 i, I think it was you, slightly overstated but i get the point you're trying I to don't, make. it's not at all i mean the, the point is when you when you read Mormon literature, when they talk about Jesus and God, the father, like you, if you've only, if you're, if you're only familiar with the Bible, you think they're talking about the same thing, but they, they got this whole other narrative that they overlay that completely changes it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, uh, but by that same token, the the actual, the the actual Anunnaki. Sorry, Brian. Yeah, yeah, I was I was waiting for another one, but uh, the actual Bible teaches that 
salvation is consists of physical bodily resurrection from the dead when Jesus returns mm -hmm. for eternal life in this world restored and renewed. We are going to reign with Christ on earth at, and replace the members of the divine council um, as as the new sons and daughters of God. Oh, you We're, mean the Mormon, the Mormon celestial kingdom? We, we do not become gods in but the sense the that God is God. We, but we do become immortal beings the way that, as Jesus was when he rose from the dead, as a as an immortal man. You, you just um, described their their celestial kingdom. Um. No, Mormons believe that you become a god no. of your own world. No, so they. If you. No, they don't. I mean. So hang on, though. I, I think maybe, I, maybe some selected, but the they, celestial kingdom is is that Edenic promise. Yeah. So they they they. So do you believe that we're gonna that you can be with your wife forever? Um, that you can that you're you're gonna get to your place wherever this Edenic place is, and you're gonna you're gonna know your ancestors and know your your dead mom. Those parts that they lifted from Christianity might be valid, but the overall narrative, I mean, you're, you're, you're seizing on one part that they, that no, they, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that you, you're, you're seizing on one part. You have not, not read the book. It's but not you, a trivial you have, part. You, but, but you've only read some, some, some outlooks. You read 13 articles of faith, faiths, and then you read some gospel essential stuff, but so you are you, you haven't me, read the, the whole narrative. You just told me for you? me to under you for me to understand that God is eternal and forever, that I have to read the whole Bible all the way through. I didn't say understand. that. But, I did but not you say did. that. I, I said that if you do read the Bible all the way through, you'll find that consistent. But that's basic Christianity. You don't have to read the whole Bible to get that. That's the definition of God. Mormons use a completely different definition of God than fair, Christians have fair, always used and Jews have always used. Fair, fair um, and that's not and if if there's if there's any particular aspect of Mormon theology that I've that I've mischaracterized, by all means, point it out to me. Um, I, I'm, so I'll, I'll I'll listen back and I'll I'll take a peek and sure. I'll talk to some people who know. So yeah. um, I'm I would bet large sums of money that you won't find a single inaccuracy because everything that I, everything that I just said, I got from Mormon sources and I, and I just linked some of them to you guys. But I mean, I mean Brian, I'm, I can do that with the Bible too. I can go and get Christian sources and say things that don't make any damn sense. Is that what I've done? No. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe. Well, I mean, you're, but, but but for you but for you to for me to say for you to say tell me that if I just pick some things out of some creed, right? If I could just go to the Nicene Creed and just pick some stuff out of there and say that's entire, that's exactly what Christianity is, all of it, all this this whole creed, that's what that is. That's what you've done. And I'm you've and taken and I was correct. Everything I said was correct. Okay. I mean, if if you think I'm wrong, I'm invite you to point out where I where I'm wrong. Um, it should be easy to prove me wrong if I am. But everything I said, I promise you, I can show you the the, the Mormon source where I got that. None of that is my opinion. That's not me misconstruing the, the, it. The, the Mormon source with no context and no background and no and know where it goes. All right. If you if you want to find the context that, that shows that I've mischaracterized it, I invite okay. you to do that. I am 100 percent confident you won't be able to do that because I didn't. But that that that'll be. What do you mean you didn't? You didn't read the fucking book. 
<laughs> well, the Book of Mormon doesn't say anything about all this. It doesn't? No, it, it doesn't say it doesn't say anything about it. It's it doesn't talk about it talks about the uh, the 10 tribes of Israel colonizing uh, the Americas. It does. It doesn't give uh, in-depth theology or eschatology that that comes in other sources like it, Mormonism is not in a sola scripture or religion where you can just sit down and read a book like the Bible and get it all. You have to get it. You have to get it from lectures here and there from letters from this president in this year and but it's I, kind of I would argue that, I would argue so hang on are you are you su are you suddenly a sola scriptura guy I've never not been a sola scriptura guy so so nothing that's ever written outside of the bible is is helpful useful or necessary that's, to understand that's the a, theology that's a distortion of what sola scriptura is of course it's useful um but if it disagrees with the bible it's invalidated Right. So that would be prima scriptura then. Sure. Fine. Uh, well, uh, well, okay. Are you prima but, or sola? I'm not trying to, I'm not, this isn't a gotcha thing. Well, I, thought, I, mean, I, you I could, assumed you, could, you were prima. You, like you I, could, I just, you could say prima as, okay. Okay. But I mean, that's, that's neither here nor there. I mean, it's not, well, it was just a different thing. Like you just said that. And I was like, that was, you, you kind of said it as a throwaway. And I was like, I didn't think you were a well, solo guy. So I don't know why you're holding Mormonism to it. Dre was telling me, I don't, I don't know about Mormonism, Mormonism, because I haven't read the book of Mormon. Well, most of this, you don't get from the book of Mormon. The book of Mormon isn't about that kind of stuff. You get it from other sources, but oh, uh, I mean, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to pick a small, <clears throat> pick a small fight on that because we spent collectively like almost 12 hours on, on, the Trinity and the Holy Spirit specifically, right? Sure. And 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 we didn't land it. And we were even we were going prima. We were going outside of just scripture and trying to even bring in outside writers and scholars and theologians and whatnot. It's not I, I, I think don't... I think you're I think you're oversimplifying some of the things that exist in the Bible. Like it's the it's the framework and the and the structure for the theology, but it's I, I not... think you're misusing prima scriptura in the, in the, that instance. Uh, I was I was, you know, I might quote somebody outside of the Bible to illuminate the Bible, but right. the point but the point of it is that the Bible is the authority. That's uh, that's, that's yeah. what I'm going. I, I don't. None of us we, are arguing that. That's what, are, what prima scriptura what are, means. What are what are Paul's letters? What are Paul's letters? Yeah, they're they're addressing issues, right? They're answering questions. They're he's admonishing uh, the church that he was teaching before. Like he addresses specific things, right? Okay, okay. So that's what the doctrine of covenants is. That's exactly what that is. So it's over the over until you read it. Like I, I mean. That, well, I, that was, I, I, that was no, the, I've read it. I have that back there. That's the, but that's that's um, the point. That's what it was. That's what his doctrine and commandments is, because he was basically answering questions as they come in and he prayed about them and and wrote them down. It's basically the letter to his church. Um so I that mean, I, so I though so so yeah, so doubt. maybe not all of it is in the Book of Mormon, <clears throat> but Mormons believe that the doctrine of covenant, the Book of Mormon, and the Pearl of Great Price is all scripture. What sure. is that so, word y'all keep saying? The what of the great what? Pearl of no. great price. Pearl. Oh, Pearl. Okay. That's okay. where that's where he has the uh, his fraudulent book of Abraham. And uh, <laughs> no, it is like and 
and uh in in his translation of genesis and okay okay no i I just i just didn't know because you guys have said it but you're saying it like it's one word pearl of great price and i didn't know what the words were yeah it's Um, the pearl of great price but my point is you can read all of that you can read the book of mormon the pearl of great price doctrine and covenants that still doesn't give you everything that mormonism teaches because it's because like i was saying it's not a sola scriptura religion mm. the the chief authority is is the president or the who has been called a prophet or a seer or an apostle or the 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 chief priest or but the point is the president has according to Mormon belief has the direct line to gods. And so gets revelations about stuff. And that, and so again, like Vatican one, Vatican two, that kind of stuff. I, I would say that they're, I mean, and I don't think this is even tendentious to say um, it's a bit higher than that. Um, The Pope is not claiming that God is speaking to him and, and like giving him revelations. That's fair. That's fair. But my point is, but my point is, is, so what is the Pope saying? The Pope prays and he gets, he, he, he gets, he gets inferences he to, or whatever. He, he claims to so speak what, with. So what Mormon president has claimed not that other than Joseph Smith? I thought they were, all, they all claimed to be prophets. No, they, they are just like the Pope. They pray and they receive revelation. Well, they refer to that, themselves as the li- well, as living but prophet. But hold on, that, you, you just, you ran by that, like, the Pope does not claim to receive divine revelations. He does not claim to be a prophet. He he makes claims that I reject and that are that are so, overblown. So that's why I asked. But but you so you're saying, Hank Dre, you're saying that the 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 living prophet doesn't claim to actually be a prophet. That's just a title. I don't. I mean, I'm I, I'm going to have to clarify that stuff. But I don't. I don't think that he's receiving word from god i don't think he's like hey i, I was no, under the impression hey that god, they, that they say god they this are. is this is president no yeah, that's the belief that's that's I, the belief i, 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 like, I can i can no, read no you way. stuff from oh, um i, I mean, really thought that i mean that's what doctrine and covenants is it's it's not it's not just joseph smith i don't think um, i think i think brigham young does finish it so and, I think it, I think Dogman covers it is finished under under Brigham Young. I mean, the and, whole point, and that's an entirely different episode because I have issues with Brigham Young. So the whole point of the Mormon religion is uh, and I'm going to put it I'm going to read it in their words. Um, with the deaths of the apostles and the loss of the priesthood, the institutional power to perform and oversee saving sacraments or ordinances, learn the mind of God and interpret scripture was no longer on earth. To be sure, there were noble men and women throughout earth during the centuries that followed, religious persons of goodwill, learned men who sought to hold the church together and to preserve holy, holy writ. But we believe that these acted without prophetic authority. So the idea of prophetic authority was pretty clearly defined by Joseph Smith and Brigham Young as having that direct line to God where they can pray and receive direct revelations from God. So they can, what they say is scripture. Um, So, so do you believe you can't receive direct revelation from God if you pray? Yeah, I can. Sure. Um, So, I mean, but I don't, I don't claim to be, he does. I don't claim to have any authority over anybody unless God says, Hey, go tell people you're in charge. But if he does that, he's going to give me a way for people to verify it. Um, hmm. You know, there are times when I'm quite confident God spoke to me. That didn't mean that I can go over, that I get to call the shots and declare polygamy as a thing now and uh, give me all your 
give me all your daughters. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what he. That's what he did. Hey, hey. So, so I, I'm Isn't reading. It? Hey, well, I'm sorry, I don't, it's not a. Dot, I don't want to pick, but on on their on their dot org website, Dre, this says that uh, Faust, <clears throat> who was the guy from 1920 to 07. He said, quote, he is the senior apostle on the earth. He has been ordained and set apart as the prophet, seer, and revelator to the world. Revelator to the world. Mm -hmm. So he says prophet in that, that he says he was. And he and he was speaking about the, the role, not him specifically. He's saying that role is right. the, the prophet, seer. That's a standing and office. And revelator, the, the, yeah. The, the point of the Mormon what, what religion. Is, what does is that, that mean? Like, pro, they threw the word prophet in there, right? So, I, I know. I mean, yeah. And they, they do conflate those words, right? Prophet and, and, and seer. And, and, and maybe, maybe not. Maybe they don't mean it. Maybe it's, it's their yada, yada, yada in prophecy. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what's, I don't know what's going on in there, but I've always been I'll, under I'll, the impression I will get it, that they were. I will get it clear. Yeah. Or anybody well, in the comments, if you've got, if there's a, a bishop or somebody in the comments that wants to jump in there and set us straight, like go for it. Like well, I, I mean, and but to illustrate the point, um, there are like I don't know three or four different versions of doctrine and covenants, which is considered scripture. Those have been, I think, the latest one was in 1981. Um, they changed that because the president gets new revelations that says, "Take that out, put this in." Polygamy it was revealed to be good to do here now now it's wrong black right. people were excluded the, the thing back with, then yeah. but now yeah. they're included so, civil rights era happened in right the, happened um god god decided to agree with the civil rights movement right um, it was way after that though so uh, it was the 70s the civil rights is 1964 no no, no i know so god was late god was late so <laughs> he was like america's got it right like let's <laughs> <laughs> but that's but that's also not the same but, Thing either so the, the point i was trying to to round off there when i was pointing out what the bible teaches about salvation about the about what 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 christ promises um this idea common among christians that it's about dying and going to heaven as a disembodied spirit i've said this before i don't see that as being significantly better than what Mormons teach. I don't, I don't think that the mainstream Christian idea about that is, I think that's also a different narrative than what the Bible offers, which amounts to a, a somewhat different religion with a different set of objectives and goals than what the Bible teaches. So I don't, I, I don't mean to, uh, I don't mean to single out Mormons for criticism. The mainstream church is, I don't, I don't think they're in much of a better place by, uh, by that teaching. I mean, they're not polytheists, but they do teach a different narrative. Okay. They're not well, that bad. To, to all my, to all my Mormons out there, I, I still love you. I really do. And, uh, uh I do. I do too. I only I kind of like Brian. So, you know, it's, <laughs> um, but Hey, uh, if, if this conversation was valuable to you, Hey, let us know if there's things we miss, which I'm sure there is, please let us know. Um, like we get a lot of uh, comments from friends and family. I would like some from strangers. That's the, that's kind of the goal here now. So getting some things from, from people. And if you, if you hate, you know, Matt, you know, let them know. 
He loves it. He's bring it on. I'm sure Matt's safe this time. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Right. I, yeah. I, I, I'm apparently a uh, I'm I'm bi polytheist curious or something. Yeah. And uh, and if you think that I'm just some sort of uh, LDS apologist, you're fucking absolutely right. I am. You're a so, shill, Dre. Is what I am. We're shill. I'm shill for the Mormons. <laughs> I love them. Like sleep with ones. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but uh, please. Um, stay enlightened and stay curious. Oh, hang on. Before no, they what? do that, they got to like and subscribe. Oh, hey. Hit the button. Smash it. Smash it. Subscribe, uh, sign up, whatever. What, and whatever platform you're on that assures that you get our content on a regular basis, hit the button. It doesn't cost you anything, but it helps us out. We're trying to grow this platform. We're trying to grow the channel and we need all the likes and all the subs. Help us out. Yeah. So, you know, be, like before, you know, I, uh, one of my my premature enlightenment <laughs> subscribe and uh please stay enlightened stay curious and we will catch you next week take care thanks for listening <laughs>